right, everyone, we are back with the next episode of the Raiders Rambles. I am Jolt, your chief host of the show, and joining me, as always, is none other than my wonderful co-host, Avira. Aw, you said I'm wonderful. That's adorable. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, I uh, hope you guys are having a fantastical night, wherever you might be on this beautiful planet Earth. And I'm looking forward to a fantastic podcast, as always. As we always do. Right. Oh, yeah. You know it. Joining us also is always our interim host, Noble. I need to get myself a new brush. Hey. Oh, there's plenty of those, actually. Um, what kind of brush? Uh, a physical one or a non-existent one that exists in the um, computer world? I'm thinking more of a prop with a boot. <laughs> because literally, I feel like that would be uh, a good metaphor for today. No, that's that's actually perfect, you know? Oh, come to think of it, that would make a very excellent fursuit prop. A brush with a boot. Oh, well. Good idea, nonetheless. Um, next on the panel, we have Ali. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Oh. Oh, looking cute as ever. <laughs> Always. <laughs> and joining us for the first time ever on the show, we have Icy Popper. Now, would you like to... Oh. How's it wagging everybody? Hey. Good to be on the show, and it's an honor. Look at you. Okay, I was about to say, don't break the magic, but... Oh. It, um, oh. You know what? I broke the magic. I'm sorry, guys. Man, <laughs> there was... You know what? It was so funny. Everybody was talking about, oh, you shouldn't be breaking the magic in suit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, bitch. I'm breaking the magic. <laughs> oh, look. Yay. Don't. You want to join? Well, I do have my first suit, but I didn't think that was part of the memo, so bugger. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, yeah. okay. Shit. Instead, you'll have to settle with a picture of me getting my you know, in a fursuit. So, like a screenshot? Because I can do that. Yeah, you'll be right. Give me a second and I'll... <laughs> Let's all home yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll get to that when I can. But first, um, okay. do please introduce yourself as it's your first time on. Just, um, you know, say hi, like just what brought you here. If you may, I see. Right. Oh, uh oh, magic's broken. Yay, no, for cover the fourth wall up. Cover the fourth wall up. Cover it up. <laughs> cover. Sorry. I was about to, I forgot the camera was on. I was cooking. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay. So, um, ooh, you've kind of slowed down for a bit, but. Anyway, as I was saying, like if you may, please introduce yourself. Um, just ask a few simple questions, like what brought you here. Oh. Yeah. Um. Oh. oh, he's gone. Oh, goodness! I think you hit the wrong button. All right, I see. You good? Oh my lord! I don't get into. Everything's yeah. That's okay. Like, that's fine. That's fine. But since, you know, we'll get to that in a second to make you feel, you know, comfortable. But first, you know, as it's your first time as well, and knowing a few things about you, I must ask, now ask this very, very pertinent question to you and to our viewers. Where are you going? Heaven or Ohio? <laughs> Wow. What? I'd much rather go to Purgatory. 
Oh boy. Uh, uh, Good idea. Stuck in the middle and. Mm -mm -mm. <laughs> so, what they're saying here is that Ohio is like the equivalent of hell. But you're either going to heaven or Ohio. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, there's no in between. Because after all, what is what? so good about Ohio, right? Or mm -hmm. oh, what's so bad about Ohio, right? Yeah. All right. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> like, the fact that they spent money on a billboard to do that. That's pretty bonkers. <laughs> like, yeah, they're going to heaven or Ohio. Like, I okay, at least it's not hell, right? I'd rather be going to hell. <laughs> no, all right. Live comments. Um, no dragons, please. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, hello. Hey, hello. what's up? Ohio is hell confirmed. <laughs> yeah. Oh go. goodness. There you go. Sorry, I glitched out for a sec. Yeah, you're oh. good. It happens. Oh, yeah. hell, damn it. Uh, no. The wow. future. What's it going to hold this? What's in the future, eh? Okay, I'll tell you what's in the immediate future for, you know, for 10 seconds from now. The first item of the show. Now, oh. right, to give you a bit of context, I'm very... I'm sure everyone here has heard of AI art generators. You know, bots that can generate artwork with just a few button prompts. Oh, yes. So we did oh, talk that. about Dolly Mini um, a few weeks ago. Oh, goodness. What is this? Like, oh, oh my, no. So AI wins fuck? state. Yeah. So AI wins state fair art contest and it annoys humans. This is actually something that we did talk about a few weeks ago on our podcast when it came to AI-generated art, that right. computers could make better artwork than humans can. Using only just a few button prompts and like in a massive repository of existing images, it really depends on the platform you use, mind you. Yeah, but... totally. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this yeah. does look pretty cool. The, this honestly looks like it could be like an album cover. I'm thinking like yeah. the the white sun or something. Yeah. I don't know. What I'm thinking that would make like a album cover for like some classic stoner rock. I've seen some pretty crazy crap uh, that AI comes up with, and yeah, it it would be like no wonder that it won against humans. Mm -hmm. But ooh, that's kind of spooky. Like when you think about it, right? Yeah. You know, like let's see what they say. Maybe how you know AI managed to win win that too, like. Like, what the guy did, he won, like, Jason Allen basically won first place in the digital arts slash digitally manipulated category in this competition, and what he used, Midjourney, a commercial image synthesis model available for a Discord server to create free, a series of free images. He then upscaled them, printed them on canvas, and submitted them to the competition, and this was the result. And he won. Yes. Wow. That's wild. That is a wild thing. What? What? that. I know. It's like, you know, and for that, like, this just basically shows you the power of AI image generation. Like, yeah, it, has, it like, actually. How far has it come? Like, we've, I know we first covered it like months ago, like some, a few little early prototypes, but. When you get the sophisticated ones, oh boy! Yeah, well, it, it's getting a lot more intelligent. I guess I guess you could use that word. It says uh, Al Alan's victory prompted lively discussions on Twitter, Reddit, and the uh, Mid Journey Discord server about the nature of art and what it means to be an artist. Yeah, I, I totally don't blame them. Because it's like you're using a program to artificially generate images based on, like, words. And it looks really cool, too. Like, sometimes it other, sometimes it looks really spooky and, like, weird. Yeah, the kind of, those kind of AIs I can, I can dig. I, I can vibe with that. Like, AI yeah. robots actually 
winning first prize for paintings? That is sick. It's kind. It's kind of weird because, like, there's a bunch of artists out there who spend years, you know, working on their their craft. You know, like yeah. they, they practice and all that, and then you have like this computer program that's like, "Yep, just say a few words, and we can just do whatever the heck." Yeah, like for example, if I ask this AI robot to paint your paint you like you're standing as a pose with your persona, your fursuit on. I'm sure the AI, if I told the AI to paint you in a painting, you you get what I'm saying? I would I would do oh, that yeah. as a gift to you. Well, they actually do discuss that, so it, it goes on. It says, there are um, there's also fairness elements, uh, since it isn't clear if Alan told the judges about his use uh, of uh, image synthesis. Huh. Some Twitter users have reportedly contacted the judges and discovered that they didn't know. Wow, they didn't know that this was artificially generated? Like, he didn't actually make this? Holy crap. Okay, uh, curiously, the art was uh, considered good enough to fool human artists. And uh, someone on Twitter joked that it settled the debate over whether AI is art. AI this kind of has something to do with the Turin test, too. <laughs> oh, boy. That's spooky. <laughs> Here, can you guys hold that thought? I'm going to take care of something real quick. I'll be about yeah, one so amidst, the, amidst all this, like, what do, you, what do you all think? Like, is AI-generated uh, art still art at the end of the day? Were you acknowledging me, Joel? Uh, it was just—it was a question that I'm just posing to you. Oh, okay, I just, I just have to go do something real quick. The thing is, like, I, I would use... AI generated art as inspiration to create my own art. So, like, I, I would type in something crazy, like on Dolly Image or whatever, like one of these programs are. Yeah. And when something totally bonkers came up, I would just like try to recreate that, like with tra like traditional art, like use it as inspiration. Because sometimes it looks damn creepy. I know it's it's both an assistive tool and something that can generate a finished product. Like, dude. Look, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. What a lot of people are probably surprised at is if you go to Crayon, the AI bot you can interact with freely at the moment, you do get some pretty piss poor results. However, mm. uh, Dali Two, which Crayon is Dali One, Dali Two has. Oh, it's next level. So me seeing an article like this is, uh, eh, it's going to happen anyway. Wow. So that's very interesting. Yeah. And, and that's the thing too, you know, like here's some, here's something that I found here as well. Tweet Christian art. AI art wouldn't exist without someone telling it what to make. So the person telling it what to make is the artist of the work. I'm not sure if I totally agree with that because sometimes, like, the artificial <laughs> intelligence itself does make up its own thing. Like, My you could type something in and then it'll just come up with something totally different. Like, it's its, its own thought. Yeah, My apologies, because... everybody. I'm back. It's, um... It's um yeah, like you put a prompt in and then it just yeah. spits it out. So again, like yeah, but but it's but artist. it's not like it's copying images. It's no. actually like compiling things yeah. that exist and then kind of like how human brains work, actually. Yeah, like it's a synthesis of ideas put together. You're, in a way, you are correct. I mean, is that basically consciousness? I don't know. Maybe. Mm -hmm. I mean, if, if an if a freaking robot can actually win competitions better than humans, uh, there's something to be said about that for sure. Yeah, it's like you know, with humans, like we spent like a lot of them spend years on all that. Not just the self art, self thought types I can understand, but there's always many who go to like these all these prestigious art colleges and, and what have you 
you know, spend years honing their craft and then, you know, this happens. Regarding the comment uh, from that tweet, I would see it more as someone taking out a commission or doing a request for artwork and not actually yeah. the artist. Right. I can comprehend someone actually having a copyright to that image because they provide the description. But still, I wouldn't be... Uh, I'm not comfortable with the idea of turning around and calling someone an artist just because they type a couple of words or a sentence no, or a story. That's a very good point. Like when it does come to copyright laws and if people, like, let's say if someone just types in some random stuff to like this artificial intelligence program and then they create some badass looking awesome art, it's like, well, who owns that actually? Like, let's say if someone did that and then they tried to sell it, uh, is that copyright stuff? I don't think so. Like who owns it? Like the program? Or the dude who typed in the crap to make it happen, right? Mm. Technically, it's, again, it's, it's still art, but it's not your creation. But yeah. yeah, you don't have to be the person who created a media in order to own the copyright to it. Especially if you pay somebody, and the agreement is that you have full rights to the image. Yeah, but like, let's say if you're using something like Dali or Crayon. And you type something in, and it creates like this, gen this artificially generated, awesome-looking picture, and then you try to sell that, right? Like you didn't mm -hmm. actually make it; like the the AI did. Yeah, yeah. So where does the money go to? I guess the person that made it, right? Like if they're selling it. I don't know. Yeah. Robots don't have rights. Ooh, friend signing words. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> All right. So um, here's the big question of the day. Um, what does this mean in the art world for artists, especially in the furry world, potentially in the future? Like, does this make the artist an obsolete thing? I I would say, to an extent, yes. Like, if, if because there's a lot of companies out there that hire professional graphic designers and artists to yes. create stuff to advertise for them. However, if they could just use a program to generate the same things that they want to, they don't have to hire people. So I feel like that would be a contributing factor for people to like lose jobs. Right. And I think I want to add to that, that art really does need itself a human element to it. It does, yeah, and, and that's why I think we're not entirely there yet. Because, like, when when you see an artificial generated image, most of the time, like, we can tell that it's kind of not totally real. But um, we definitely do need that human element in there, yes. still, at least for now. Definitely. The only artists that are really gonna um, go on are those who can have their own special. Uh, style yeah. for existence yeah. for for example yeah absolutely niche yeah you're right As especially traditional art because like y there's really no ai programs out there that can actually replicate like paintings or graphite or any type of like traditional I artwork mm -hmm. like yeah. unless you prop, you prop it in the style like drawn in graphite drawn in stained glass right right Sort of thing, but yeah, um, Ali, I just wanted to ask since you're um prospectively thinking of becoming an artist, like what does this whole AI thing mean, probably to you? Okay, can you all hear me? Okay, even though yeah. I'm in suit, um, yeah, 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 so, so in my opinion, with the whole AI generator thing and with art mixing together, I, I think it, I really think it's a load of crap because because if, if someone wins an art contest because they ran it through an AI generator or something like that then, then that's messed up because they didn't put the dedication into that artwork they just let a robot do it for them that's not right mm, like that's another good thing that you make like maybe art competitions should benefit from having an AI category in the future. Yeah, in my like. opinion, I think it I think that person should have not won because they technically 
been created. Like it was in the digital category, so like it leaves lots of room for interpretation. So mm. could be. But yeah. Um funny live comments just before we um <laughs> get the next the next item, box cutter husky. Can be funny too. I typed in North Star V8 and got a literal map with a northern star with a little V8 symbol next to it. Yush. So, <laughs> oh, what? AIs are not exactly the most perfectest thing yet, but it needs refinement. But, 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 there is some still something really funny I've got to show you guys. Like, because AI might actually be based at times too. Here, I'll show you. AI art made out of this out of the words gay rights. Yes. Oh, oh yes, I've seen this. It oh, literally yeah, looks like Satan. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? That's perfect. <laughs> Wait, what in the sweet Jesus mother of God did I just see? My, oh, God. Yes, is this, it is, is a rainbow flag with the image of the face of the it's, devil. It's okay, I didn't take Satan to be gay. No, but the literal the the meaning behind this, the underpinnings are just one hundred percent on the dot. Yeah. Based AI. Oh god, this is based. all based AI. It's it's more based than me. <laughs> <laughs> that image puts me. That's to shame. based AI, man. Thank you for imprinting that in my head, guys. It's it's but interesting. They, like that's what they I came mean, up with. I mean, I don't I don't know what to say much about that one except for the fact that I'm a little flabbergasted <laughs> to see that an AI created a gay devil. <laughs> that is so insane. Think of that what you will, but yeah. it's. Mm, um, mm, I mean, it's, it's just my opinion. Everybody has a different opinion, yeah. and that's cool. Yes, yes, yes. But in that sense, though, I will just leave this overlay on. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Everything's okay. Yeah. Sure. It's not like the artificial intelligence is literally trying to take over or anything yet. Oh shit. Oh. All right. So, um, <laughs> next item on the show. We have um, a TV series that's just popped up as of recently late. You know, everyone's pretty much heard of Amazon's Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. Oh, gee. No. 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 I swear, man. Why? Just just why? Right. And this just why is um, pretty much a symbol of it, too, because... I mean, it was it was good as a movie with Sean Astin in it because I dig Sean Astin because he voiced Kodiak in Balto Three: Wolf Wings of Change. Balto's yeah, done. No. The sled dogs. You're right. Like we we were totally spoiled with uh, Lord of the Rings, like the original Peter Jackson movies. Like exactly. those were freaking like, awesome. And now now we epic. have like this shame. Now we have like this shameless cash grab. Oh boy. In other words, it's a nice walking clusterfuck. No, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. It's a walking what the fuck. Yeah. And and I've got something for you though. Like, here's something for you. If you were given the privilege of watching the premiere of the Lord of the Rings, like at face value without knowing it, like, would you take it or not? Yes or no? I'd uh probably I would. All right. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, that that that's a difficult question because like this series happens to be, I, I believe it's like the most expensive show ever created on mm-hmm. on this platform. Like they invested like tens of millions of dollars, and some of the shots look really good. Like they did a good job with cinematography. My, the only problem lies with the lore. Like they're trying to change the entire story. Like this is not Tolkien. It's it's basically just fan fiction. Yeah, it's like, I mean, I mean, shit. Sorry to change the topic movie-wise, but we are, if we are on a movie topic, may I suggest a movie saga I recommend everybody watching, unless they already have. Um, we're still here on The Lord of the Rings, but because it's a okay. TV series on Amazon, oh, and now, okay. and as I was about to say, 
I apologize. If you, if you wanted to go to the premiere, this is what you would be looking at. And this is yeah. your reward. Here you go. Okay, let's see what we got. Oh, boy. So, so how many uh, people have actually confirmed this out of curiosity? This was um, posted in. We've got threads in testimonies and threads in Reddit that they were they had they had a premiere in London, and well, look at it. It's been a disappointment. Yeah, like, they, the they basically says, just gave a giant fu to the original Tolkien story, and right. they just wanted to make it their own because of you know it, it's current year. So let's you know, we'll get let's make our own. Greedy, greedy. And so what this is like, you know, we crammed into pens. Like this is what happens when the premiere. We crammed into cramped pens, being asked to cheer on cue with no speakers, so we can't hear the audio and no idea what's happening. We can barely hear anyone now, and it's hot, and barely any water has been handed out. We aren't allowed to leave, so we won't be able to watch the screening. And yada yada yada. So it's if I'm right, it sounds as if all of this hype and applause for the Amazon Lord of the Rings is artificial. Man, I feel like this would have been a much better idea. Like if, if they were to do this like ten or fifteen years ago, it would be completely different. Like it would actually be true uh, to Tolkien lore. Like it would be Middle Earth. You know what I mean? Because now it, it seems like they're just trying to shoehorn people into it to make some political statement, which is really not what Lord of the Rings is all about. First off, didn't they spend like half a billion dollars to? Yeah, yes, yeah, th th that's what I'm saying. Like they they spent so much money to make like this very you know high production, and they do have some good shots for sure, and they have some some actors in there, which I'm sure they they cost a lot of money but at the end of the day like when it comes down to like dialogue and like story wise it just doesn't it doesn't feel like middle earth and i've seen some of it and oh boy it really doesn't i'm sorry but i just love the analogy used by like hurting people into pens yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my! This is just co totally psychotic. Yeah. I mean, holy hell! I'm sorry, Amazon, but you just basically screwed yourself three ways from Sunday with that little fiasco. I mean, shit. <laughs> no, seriously, I guarantee you they're not even going to break even with this. Like, they're probably hemorrhaging money on this show because nobody likes it. Have you seen the, the Rotten Tomatoes views? Yeah, Holy yeah, yeah. bonkers. Perfect segue to this. Perfect. All segue, right. Perfect timing. Lord Yo, 34%? Yikes. That is bad. And honestly, I think it's even lower than that because what they've been doing is deleting negative reviews. But it doesn't matter because literally everybody hates it. <laughs> That's terrible. 34%? Get out of here. I know. And you know what? And of no, course, no, the critics love it too. Yes, 84% from the critics. And, you know. And that's just what it is. But. The audience score thirty four percent. One, you know, not even a star. And with these, you can tell what are real reviews and what are fake reviews. You have. A... Let's see it. Yeah, actually, you know, it took less than less than three minutes for me to realize this has no connection to Tolkien. Yep. And among other things, yeah. And so you know. Like and there's also been talks that they were desperately trying to censor out these Rotten Tomatoes reviews too. Oh yeah, like I said, uh, if you refresh the page, like they delete hundreds of reviews, like constantly. But again, it still doesn't matter because nobody likes this. We all know it's just a shameless cash grab. With reviews, and this is important, I wish people would stop review bombing. Unless you have actually watched something, do not review it. Don't use review platforms as a way of protest. You are wasting 
resources and time grow up. Yeah, but I agree. If you are posting a legitimate spat because you dislike something particular in the actual movie or TV show, good. Please do that. That is important. That is necessary. I'm just going to say that. Oh, that's a good point. Oh, I haven't actually seen the show. I've seen a lot of clips about it. I've seen some reviews about it. So I'm not going to be one of those people that makes some fake review just to protest. I'm not going to do that. But just like from what I've seen so far and the way that they're going about it, and I'm back again. It doesn't seem like Tolkien to me, honestly. Like it, no. it, it just doesn't. Hey, hey, hey! Remember that Amazon basically Peter Jackson, off the creator of the Lord of the Rings movie trilogy and the Hobbit trilogy, reached out to Amazon, but Amazon just ghosted him. Yeah, that's crazy. Because like Peter Jackson really brought Middle Earth like to life. It, it was incredible. The Lord of the Rings is literally like my favorite movie of all time. I love it. And to, to see, like, this bastardization of Tolkien's work is really quite sad. Like, they're, they're promoting, like, black women, dwarves, and stuff like that. I'm like, yo, what, what are you trying to do here? Like, no. Well, yeah, yeah. It's, it's and... just goofy. Like, it's just weird, man. Like, they're, they're just trying to... To make it like relevant to current wokeism year, and I'm like, yo, this is supposed to be Tolkien, like back in the day, Yeesh. medieval times, right? Right. It, it was a depiction of like, well, no, the, 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 the original concept. Yeah, well, the the original con uh, concept of Tolkien's world was supposed to be like kind of a lore of like fairy tales for like England, like northeastern Europe, basically. Yeah. That was like the whole thing, because like yeah. no lore really existed for that at the time. So he wanted to to create something new and special, but also like timeless. And I think he did. But now it's not timeless because they're trying to inject all of their identity politics into and, you know something classic. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's I, exactly. No, they made Aragorn black. Like what the heck? What? Yeah, that, Magic the Gathering actually made a black Aragorn card in celebration of the Rings of Power release. Oh, God. Please yeah, what? Know. But, not to, not to, you know, lose heart and all that, um, a couple of live comments. Mari Campari says, did you guys see the Babylon Beast booth preview of the new Ring series? Yes, I did. Oh. I, I literally just saw that earlier today. That was fucking hilarious. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that was great. Oh, if you guys boy. haven't seen it, I, I highly recommend you see it. Like the Babylon is, Bee is totally on point. Is it is it a is it a spoof? It is a spoof. Yeah, it's basically oh, no. a trailer of like okay, so the the trailer goes like this uh, human warrior meets an elf in the middle of the woods and she's like asking him for his pronouns. And protecting orcs because she thinks like the orcs are a minority. It's a weird oh, shit, but it's so damn funny. You, know, you want to hear? You want to see something that's so damn fucking funny? It's a <laughs> Twilight parody that pissed off the wolf, the wolf culture, really fucking bad. Twilight Breaking Wind. Mm. It lives up to its name pretty fucking uh, well. Hey man, right. Okay, a couple of live comments too, in spite of uh, Lord of the Rings. Bobox, I was bored of the Lord of the G string. Hey, Box. Yay, boom. Um, Yeah, I boom. guess so. Yeah, that's like the whole... Yeah, V rings of power. But, hey. <laughs> but, but hey, yo, like... seriously, like, the, the, that trailer from, um, from Babylon B, they totally hit the nail on the head. Like, the elf maiden, like, she had blue hair. And she's just like, you can't kill orcs. They're, they're a minority. And the dude's like, what are you talking about? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah, but you know what, though? I still can't get over how these fans of the new Lord of the Rings have to be, to be able to be granted a privilege of watching it had to be herded in like cattle. 
Yeah, well, that, that that's what they want, unfortunately. Yeah. It, it literally is just like a shameless cash grab. And if you're actually a fan of Tolkien and Lord of the Rings, I recommend you read the Silmarillion, Lord of the Rings, and watch the original, uh, like, Peter Jackson yeah. movies. Or hell, even, the- even, like, the, the animated movies from, like, The Hobbit or whatever. Like, that's better. Oh, better, yeah. Like, there's been people also saying, you know, do not hate watch the new the Rings of Power. Don't do it right. Yeah. Well, I I wouldn't do it like that. Like I I'm willing to give it a chance, like to watch a few episodes. But like from what I've seen so far, like uh, it, it doesn't seem right. New well, you know. Oh, there yeah. you are. Yeah, and the last question I got for this topic is. Um, how many bets are you willing to take this if to see that this is gonna like last for one season and just kaput? I don't know. I think it's going to last a while because they invested so much damn money into this, like literally hundred and fifty million dollars. They probably have the budget to at least create more than two seasons. I'm I'm guessing. Because yeah. if the money's there, then they can if they can slap the Lord of the Rings title on anything. They're gonna make money, oh, for sure. even if it's totally crap. Kind of like how Star Wars happened, like with Disney. You yeah, can yeah. slap the title on anything and just make money. I fucking hate Disney now. Yeah, Disney's fucked. What yeah, the well, fuck happened to Disney these days? I mean, not to mention them deep dark se- secrets I've been hearing about Disneyland and Disney World and shit. Fuck that. I ain't going yeah. back. Well, it's basically yeah. like every single thing that these wokest SJWs touch, they just destroy it and they try to make like their own agenda. Yeah. You it's saw that so with Star Wars, crazy. you're seeing that with Tolkien. And no, Lord of the Rings, no. I mean, bro, that's crazy. This is like a classic awesome fantasy and they're they're trying to bastardize it and it's just like, not cool. Did you know Disney is in the pro has actually bought Family Guy now? Oh yeah, Family yeah. They own Fox. Family Guy is owned by Disney now. Yeah, Disney's powerful. Yeah, scary. Disney is fucking crazy. I swear, I I'm starting to think Disney is starting to become some sort of cult. Oh, uh, more more like a monopoly, I would say. Yeah, more. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah we'll go with the word monopoly. <laughs> I, I do. Like, pardon my wrong words. We'll go with what Lavera said. Yeah. That would be a perfect fit. But yeah. Now now let's got we've got the next item here on hand. Right. PlayStation five. Oh, I have, I have one of those in my other house. Ah, lucky you, because lots of people have been trying to get their hands on one, and it's been out of stock for years. Yeah, I don't br- I'm not gonna bring it here because like I have two fa- I have some relatives that Tend to come down here and break shit by accident. Well, this is a very interesting development because you see, the the PlayStation Five has been out of stock for a long time. Like it's very difficult to actually get one of these because so many people jumped on the bandwagon and got one, and now they're raising the price. So yeah, that you, uh... basically isolates people who can't even afford it anymore look up yeah. e- look up ebay's prices yeah you're gonna yeah your brain's gonna be blown out when you see what the price oh, yeah, are on yeah. ebay yeah, yeah. like who, who who in the world can just haphazardly afford like a 700 dollars console like that's crazy Man, I, got my, I got my console for eight to almost 900 on ebay it was annoying that's insane yeah. like the amount of money like most normal gamers, like you know, we, we just want to get the console and play some yeah. games. Like uh, if yeah, it's so device out of existence, I bought that with the like, money I, I bought that with the money I won from a lottery ticket. Jeez, I got lucky that day. I had just enough to buy a PS5. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Like only yeah, rich people can fate. afford this. It was the fate. I bought the right fucking ticket. Scratched that bitch off, and it said I won two grand. Oh, so did did you use that to get the PS5? I got the PS5 with that, as well as, uh, of course, another car, which is a two 
2009, 2010 Nissan Sentra 4-door. Nice. And, yo, that, that, that's what we're saying. Like, the only way you can really afford this kind of stuff is if you actually won the lottery, like, like what you did. Yeah, I mean... Uh, I, at dollars sure, yeah, for a freaking console? I mean, what the heck? I'll be straight. I kind of kicked myself in the rear when I didn't get a fursuit. I kicked myself in the rear for that one. I mean, a PS5, though, like, you're yeah, probably know, one of, like, the top still, 5% of people who actually have one. So that's I know, but weird. still, who would, like, who wouldn't want to run up to a fursuiter and give him a big snuggly hug? I suppose the question <laughs> you should be asking right now is whether or not buying a PlayStation 5 was actually worth it. No. What well, games are available on the PS4? I know, but I just wanted to, uh, I just wanted to play GTA 5 and the online thing, although it still has the same updates, the, PT, the new or the, the same DLC. I just like the graphics better. I'm more of the more of a graphics kind of guy. The more realistic, the better. But getting like take you know Grand Theft Auto 5 for example, like their crashing dynamics and their like their physics is so fucking terrible compared to. GTA 4 is like vehicle handling and crashing experience where you actually fly out the fucking windshield and you get an achievement for it. Oh, good. Well, so, the, the thing with, with back on track, yes. The thing with PS5, like it definitely does have the, the higher quality graphics, but yeah, again, is like it, it really worth it though to that's spend like I mean. eight or nine hundred dollars on a console where it you could just be nah, playing just, the same game on a different my, platform. But I can't play the same PS4 GTA game on someone else with someone else's guy GTA, you know, GTA 5 on the fucking PS5. It just doesn't work. It pisses me off. So I figured, you know what? All my friends are getting a PS5. I might as well just jump on the fucking bandwagon right here, right now. Order this mm-hmm. bitch off eBay. Click. Yeah, yeah but the price is crazy. I know, I didn't care, though. I had the money. And I still had enough to get that car for... Get me another it's, car. Look, it's one thing to have, you know, cross-play and all that, but to get the serious conversation back on track, let's look at some of oh, the Oh, yes, prices. of course. So, you know, prices have shot up now. Um, here, local prices. PS5 with Ultra HD Blu-ray disc drive. $799.95 dollary dues. Salary, What? Dollar dues. He's Australian. Give him a break. Oh, that's cool. Now uh, I know PS5 what to call it. Edition, $649 dues. <laughs> and like you said, on eBay, no. look at these. The prices of PlayStation 5s on eBay. Australia. Oh, oh my goodness. Over a grand? Shit. What the bonkers? Yay! It looks like $1,100 for a PS5. What the? What? No. So, I'm Just sorry. So anyone knows, uh, by basically, by... yeah, the one I got was the one that is on the lowest. It said eight hundred and eighty. That's right. I think that's the one I got. The what is the, the black box? Right, that's noble. still a lot of money, dude. Eight hundred and eighty dollars. What the heck? Holy crap! I even saved what's left over of my money and put uh, <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Five in that game. I put Blair Witch shit like that. Oh, right. goodness yeah. gracious. Okay. I could no, that's that's on topic. You're right. Say something. Yeah. I, I wish Sony had gone out of their way to turn around and to verbally uh, go after scalpers. I really wish they had done that. Ooh. Instead, uh, have we gotten to a certain point in the article, Jolt, about the pricing model nowadays? Right, Buying... right. Here's the thing. Regions, apart from the United States, have seen a price hike. It's it's hiked in price in Europe, Canada, Mexico, and Japan. And this is where things get interesting when I bring <laughs> up Japan. Oh, yeah. See, now Japan was the hope of the PlayStation. Yeah. And in their native Japan, you know, now they're just the Japanese are just basically up and saying, nah, it's not worth it no more. Give up. And instead, now, you know what they're doing in Japan? They're turning to either Xbox or Switch. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm not really sure what the business uh, strategy is here. Because, like, if 
there's so many back orders on the PlayStation 5. Wouldn't it make more sense for them to lower the price so more people would buy it and then in or, turn they would make more money? Or, or, or you know, increase, ramp up production. But I guess, just... but like, there's a lot of people who just can't afford it and like they, they can't even pay for it. So what's the model here? Or, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot too, like, to be said about the, um, you know, the way they've been managing things. Right now, I want to say the whole, you know, this lack of confidence in Japan isn't just because of availability, but also because of how Sony's just been running the show. I mean, you've also seen that they're starting to censor um, the lewds in anime-based games, right? So... And so, you know, the Japanese game developers have kind of just gone the shits at it just because, you know, their work is being censored and stuff. As far as I understand, when it comes to uh, Japanese companies mm-hmm. and the consumers over there, it's more focused on... They morely focus on purchasing local equipment and just stuff in general. Yeah. So Sony basically turning around and trying to bow to the US is really insulting as far as I understand. Yeah, yeah. So this price hike, my guess would basically have been going over the deep end for them. It's just like, no. (laughs) Which is a good thing because hopefully with the PS6, Sony might decide to take a step back and actually more focus on where they're I supposed think... to be and not trying to become the next Nintendo. Right. But I think, you know, the PS6 is probably like a couple years and years away, if at that. So, but you know what, though, just for reference, though, prices, the Blu-ray PS5 in Japan costs 50,000 yen, and now they're going to rise to 60,000 yen. That's about like a 20% price hike right there. What's the equivalent? Like, like 50,000 yen, like, what does that mean? $366 about at launch, and now it's up to 448 US dollars at launch. <gasps> oh my gosh! I must nom candy corn. <laughs> but wait, hold on, like 356 or like 400, like that's actually not mm. bad. Considering like it goes for like a thousand dollars or some crap like that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And I so guess again, it's different, but like still. we go back to our Noble's, you know, million-dollar question. You know, what is the value proposition of a PS Five? Yeah. Like, 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 whenever I saw those prices on eBay or whatever, like I was. Holy shit, I could even see that through my fursuit head, the, the prices on those. It's crazy! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. And and just like with everything else, like it's all just going shooting up, my friends. And, you know, like here's a live comment from Boxcard Husky. I just realized that I think the PS5 is expensive, but I remembered my last model train was $1,900. I have a problem. <laughs> no. Whoa. Um, it depends. How high would have the prices for model trains gone up, if anything, at that? Yeah. Boxcar, your train set is most likely going to last longer than the PS5. Yeah, because, like, in a year or two, they're probably going to come out with, like, the PS6. Yeah, oh, I wonder take... what that thing's gonna fucking look like. Yeah, who knows? It's probably gonna be like a two thousand dollar console, and who who knows? Oh. Like, we have a very crazy no, des- design aesthetic. Remember, you know, years ago when we when we found out about the design of the PS Five, it was memed to hell and back. Yeah, yeah that was crazy because it's like a, this vertical nonsense. I didn't think the PS Five was actually going to exist. Was back in like the Newgrounds days, I saw like this um, it's like animated thing, like gaming in the future. This is during like the PS2 times. Yeah. And they're like, oh, oh I have I a game for a PS5. That. Yeah, you remember that, right? It's called uh, I think the, the Decline of Video Gaming. That was like a series that they had. 
like they were really had all this foresight to see what's up in the future. And I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, like, no way there's going to be a PlayStation 5. Like, that's crazy. And here we are. <laughs> so, Finally. I don't, all of us have PS5s. But yeah, um, at the end of the day, though, the important question to wrap up this segment is, in light of this, is the PS5 worth a buy? Well, honestly, I, I kind of like the sleek style of the PS5. I'm more of the, as you see in the profile picture, more of a modernish kind of guy. Right. right. And so, like, to, another question to other eyes, like, especially, um, you know, would you rather consider alternatives like Xbox, Switch, or PC? Uh, well, honestly, definitely, uh, definitely a PC. Because, like, playing Grand Theft Auto on there you can jailbreak your uh, system, thus putting non-fictional cars within the game, real live cars and shit. I've seen that everywhere. I'm looking to do that. Do a jailbreak on the system, which is uh, like basically a form of modifications and shit. I would probably have to have Fox or do that shit for me if I get a gaming PC. Oh, wait, cool. About it. So you uh, mean like a jailbreaking? Does that mean yeah, you have like extra yeah, extra jail- benefits in the games yeah. or, or what? Basically, I wanted to base pretty much put non like none of those non fic blah none of the shit tongue twisted none of those fictional bullshit cars that are like knockoffs. I want the real ones in there like they do all the time. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, I mean, they do have one particular car on Grand Theft Auto Online today, and it highly resembles a Dodge Charger Hellcat. Like, yeah, I get it. Grand Theft Auto is um, bringing it to life. Yeah, I've, so, I've just been... Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry for... If I'm, never mind. Right. So, <laughs> now we're going to go to the last item of this list. Well, America, the biggest furcon in the world apparently finds out they don't want customers. Ah, so here's something very interesting about Midwest Fur Fest. I've never seen something this draconian before. They want you to provide uh, proof of not only just vaccination, but proof of your boosters. They, they want you to show a card that shows you exactly which companies you got your vaccination from. You have to be a negative test and you have to wear your face diaper in all con spaces, even indoors. Yeah. MFF it's- is looking like some draconian nonsense that does not sound like a furry con. It just sounds like some... Right. And like some cult. Like it's weird. It- yeah, yeah, noble. Yes, noble. Oh my god, what the fuck is wrong with people? Don't they know COVID is fucking dead? Well, it, it's not that. It, it's just like I, I think that they're alienating a lot of people who originally wanted to go to MFF. Because like I have a lot of friends that go to MFF and they oh, wanted I, to invite me there, but I, I can't go because I'm not going to take the vaccine, and I'm definitely not going to take these experimental booster nonsense like i'm not doing Damn, that i mean and, I, I didn't get and boosters, it, it, so I got both not, vaccines. Here, here's here's like the main thing about furry conventions who mandate this kind of stuff your personal medical information should not be known yeah. at all like that's your private thing i mean i don't think the like these right neckbeard furries have that. any not like the, uh, you shouldn't have to divulge that to like rando people just yeah. to go to an event and just like, like have fun exactly. and dress up I as, like, mean, a if they asked me I would even, I would stick up for my rights and state what you stated that is personal information and it basically it's none of your business it is yeah it, it's weird like there's HIPAA laws in place and like if I don't want to get a vaccine I mean that's like my own yeah. personal medical thing but why are conventions mandating this. Like, they're going to ban you if you don't. Okay, okay. Slow down here. Okay. Yes. Uh-huh. Just stop. The first question that should be asked 
is what does the state and or city require for an event to take place? Exactly. And Personally, asking, uh, needing to know what uh, variants of the vaccine you have supposedly taken, I find that going a little too far as an Australian since what the actual fuck? But still, <laughs> does the city and state require people to have been vaccinated to participate or go to an event? Is right. the mask no, 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 they, they don't. They do not require that. I, I've seen the CDC guidelines. They absolutely, absolutely do not require that. This is just the convention itself saying that you have to do these things. Or maybe like, the, like, what about the Illinois? You know, the guidelines for Illinois, the state of Illinois. But we'll get to that in a second because have a look at the long version. What they listed: vaccination requirements. You know. By age, by table. Yeah, this is getting a bit much. <laughs> what? Oh, fuck it hell. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, it actually does get pretty in-depth. Like, they're talking about, like, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson, Novavax, like, all this crazy and, shit. you know, like, deadlines, too. Like, second, you know, second dose by November 17th. Yeah, what the heck? This doesn't sound like a furry con. This sounds like some weird ass like gathering of people who who adhere to these ridiculous draconian mandates. It's yeah, it's bonkers. It really is. Yeah, except like why why in the world would I divulge my personal medical information to some neckbeard ass furry? Yeah, um, to, to, to go to an event to like dress up as a doggo and have fun, like exactly. really, it's crazy. What, yeah. Like what? What is this? Just out of curiosity, has MFF's attendance uh, list ever been leaked? Um, MFF, they have, they're very. They've always been very open about their attendance figures. No, 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 not not the figures, but people who actually come in. Right. I mean. I, don't, I was sure they didn't really do that when I was there in 2015. You mean like a list of names? Because I'm pretty no. sure it, that's not probably public. No. No, no, that's private. The figures, but yes. But the whole enforcement thing? Ooh, well, that's a whole... Yo, I'm not going to go to a convention where I have to wear a freaking face diaper indoors 24-7. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Why in the it, crap would I do that? Yeah, like, I'm not going to do the same thing as well because like yeah i'm like ever since i had those two moderna shots back whenever they first came out i got i got sick over the second one and and like i'm never taking another covid shot because i'm paranoid what could be in that shit and like it's it's ridiculous how fur cons like these are requiring them like ffa didn't didn't do this shit so why should they exactly yeah you're so right like i, I wouldn't want to take some experimental vaccination crap either like i, I already had covid like so i'm fine but yeah. yeah ffa doesn't give a shit about that which is and, good yeah and so like where we get to it is like the, the insane amount of hostility that you got on twitter regarding this whole thing Oh, you know, go, go. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, scroll up a bit. Yeah. So I think this is a very reasonable point that I've made. Uh, uh, scroll up a little bit more. Like just the main tweet. I said, you shouldn't force attendees to divulge their personal medical procedures. Whatever shots people may or may not have have is none of your business. That should only be between the individual and their doctor. I, I stand by that. Like, it, it, it's yeah. not your business what oh. medical procedures I got. Like, really. I do have a little bit of an issue with the last statement where it's just their doctor. If okay. you're in an emergency ward and having you know, some serious issues, the nurse or the doctor there and then probably should also know. Well, yeah, I'm, if it was like a serious thing, like if God forbid I had like HIV, of course, I'm not going to be going to a convention and just like fucking around or whatever. No, of course not. Or like monkeypox or whatever. But no, 
this is just like, did I get the vaccine or not? Why in the, why should anyone care? Yeah, and like, and you know did I get the measles vaccine? Uh, did I get oh. the the smallpox vaccine? I mean, what the heck? Okay, that's pr- that's oh, my transition man. to the perfect live comment for this by Mari Campari. Why doesn't MFF test for HIV? Exactly. Pox, chlamydia, gonorrhea, syphilis, and hepatitis, and require condoms while they're at it. It's safety, right? Okay. I've got, okay, com- I've got an issue with that bottom comment as well. Um, so, no, just providing condoms isn't really a... Eh, it's more, uh, are they actually hiring staff to actually, you know, insert them onto people so they know that... <laughs> Attendees are walking around with condoms on. Oh, thank you so much, Noble. Now, that's uh, another thing I can add to my collection of what you said that imprinted in my head permanently. Oh, don't worry. I can are you saying that, that people have to put those on you for you? Like, what? Yes. Well, how else are we supposed to know if a condom's been installed correctly? I know how a condom works, okay? It's easy (laughs) to fucking use. I would say the rest, but it's fucking dark. So I'm going to leave it out of this chat, and we'll take it to a Telegram group chat. Yes. Ah, I love that. Well, we'll probably just have like an after party on a Telegram group chat if you want. Out of curiosity, pure curiosity, has this Furcon happened yet? No, it's happening in December 2022. Towards Midwest Fur Fest, usually it does this towards the end of the year. Okay. I can't wait to see what happens after the event because I would love to know the attendee records for the last, like, three years compared to this year. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know it's going to be totally less because, as I said before, they're totally alienating a bunch of people like those of us who don't want to divulge our personal medical information yeah i'm not gonna go to that crap why would i do that show me thy papers my few heart at the same token though remember midwest fur fest has a lot of pull being the biggest fur con ever i think Ethercon was the biggest one this year actually yes and so well you know, attendance records do tell a side of the story, but at the end of the day, that's not the one thing that matters. Hey, so, may I ask, may I ask Avira and Ali a quick question? Yeah. Because, like, you see, like, okay, first of all, Ali, you remember when uh, I said if we can go to a fur con, we're definitely getting a room together? I was, I kind of wanted to, like, pull some money on my end, see if I can book Avira. A stay with me and you in the same room, like hey, have a room yeah, with us. Yeah, like I, I can't afford. I can't. I I couldn't be able to afford a hotel room for myself. So like, yeah. You know, we could stay in a. We could stay in like a, a hotel outside of the convention yeah. or something, like in a red roof inn or something. Yeah, I didn't expect you to like. Yeah, yeah you know something. that's all good. Uh, we can talk about that later, like in DM. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah we'll we'll, we'll yeah, keep on there. Sounds, say, it sounds better right. off. I didn't expect them to pull it out. So, yeah. And so we've come to the end of the show. Of what we've got. Oh. And I guess what I wanted to say is, um, we've got some closing statements just to wrap up for the, the crazy things that have happened this whole week. I'd like to begin. Okay, I'll start. I'm going to be using my brick wall after this show. You know, I think at this point you're going to need more than just that, but you're going to need your own little personal endless supply of pallets of bricks to keep backing your skull in. No, I will be making a new window in one of my walls. That is very clear after today. Nice. Yeah, you had about that shit. Um, next. <laughs> Me? Holy okay. shit, I'm burning up, but I'm fine. <laughs> um, so, the thing is, um, yeah, like I said about the whole art, the AI thing that won that art contest, um, I, I, 
it's this is going to be my opinion and it, and I'm sticking to it. Like I do, I think that is a load of crap of how something AI generated one because that person didn't make the artwork. Some robot did. And um, and like I said about the MFF COVID nineteen restriction thing that they're still having, like. It, it, we're way past that. And like, fur cons like those need to stop doing that. It's it's ridiculous. It really, it really is. Whenever FFA was going on and whenever, and, and since they don't have COVID-19 restrictions, everything was fine. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yep. So like, yeah, that's all I got to say. All right, exactly, exactly. And last of all, Evira. Well, I'm really, I was looking forward to the Rings of Power because I'm I'm a big Tolkien fan. Like I love Lord of the Rings, and I thought it was really cool. The fact that they really just tried to change it was kind of upsetting to me. Uh, I don't really know how to feel about it. I don't know if I'm actually going to be invested in the show. We'll just see how it goes. Play yeah. by ear, basically. No, yeah, like it's tough. I don't really know how to feel about it. But hopefully, if they have you know, tens of millions of dollars, maybe they could make it better or do something instead of trying to totally shit on Tolkien. I would like to see that be better. If not, I would like to see someone else make something that's more traditional, you know, in in like respect to the lore. Yeah. Otherwise, um, nah. I I guess that's just what it is. I mean, this is the current year. We live in 2022, and it's all about diversity and all that stupid inclusion mm-hmm. crap. Mm-hmm. So that's how it is. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I, I hope you guys have a awesome night. Indeed. And yeah. that's all I gotta say. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, definitely, indeed. Hey, long live the Raiders, guys! Hell yeah, yeah. Raiders Hell forever, yeah. bro! Oh, yeah. uh, Hell yeah! I, uh, I might need to. I right. have to switch my camera angle so I can show mine. So, no, oh, yeah, yeah, you rock that red. I'm rocking a Heck red. Yeah. I'm, rocking old school. I'm going old school. I always dig the old school look. I have to. Right I on. Hope see my face. I hope it didn't kill the magic again. Or broke the fourth yeah, wall. Don't worry, right. I'm kill- I've been killing the magic. <laughs> you All might right, want to so- take your mask off, sweetheart, because you look like you're cooking in that thing. Yeah. Um, so, to close us up and to put everyone out of the pain and misery... <laughs> Thank you for tuning in, and I hope you enjoyed this as much as we did making it. Our podcast is always available on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Play.fm, iHeartRadio, BitChute, and more further down the line. This is our signing off for the week. Farewell, and until next time. Thanks for having me, and good night, everybody. Peace in church. Bye-bye. Bye.